Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome everybody to another edition of the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm your host, Greg Esposito, joined as always by Saul Bookman. Saul, how are you today? Hello. And Gerald Borgay. Gerald, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, I, I'm better than Jalen Smith, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, show always, as always, brought to you by America's number one sportsbook app. That's the DraftKings sportsbook app. Use that code PHNX when signing up. You bet $5 on any NFL game this weekend, you're going to get $200 in free bets. It's just that easy. So, I, does this qualify as an emerge, emergency pod, an emerge pod, uh, you know? Uh, for for Jalen Smith, I feel we weren't gonna we weren't gonna do this, and we were gonna do this, and we weren't. Now we are. Uh, is is Jalen Smith's rookie option not being picked up that big of a deal when it comes to the Suns? Not not for their expectations for this season. <laughs> I think right. it's a. That's it, everybody. Good night. <laughs> Dude, I mean, my, man, my man's gonna make eight million dollars in two years. And not having to do dick for it. Like, <laughs> come on, guys. Like, he already got his charity money. Let him fucking go. Well, let him go That's to it. Europe now? Like, let, I, it, it, Dude, I watching him play, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's probably going to turn it around. He's probably going to end up being a superstar as soon as I say this. But I don't see it. And I don't know why people clamor for it. I, there's nothing about Jalen Smith's game that has lent, lent itself to believe that he has what it takes to play at the NBA level. But period. he would have saved them in the finals if you believe Twitter. <laughs> it would have changed the finals, Saul. All right. cool. Oh, God. Yeah, look, I, I'm with Saul on this one. I feel like it's it says more about their player development than anything. It, it says more about the fact that they wasted a top 10 pick on him in the first place than it does about you know what he is or what he could be. I think he could be better than he's shown. I don't think the Suns have devoted enough time or resources to him. But again, they're a title contender team. So it makes sense why they haven't been able to do that. And I think it's better to admit that you make a, that you made a mistake than exacerbate it by stubbornly clinging to it and pretending like it wasn't. Hold on a second. Why did they ever draft a project guy in the first place in the lottery when they knew they were jettisoning jettisoning their G League team that they weren't going to likely have time to put it into uh, to to develop him because they were trying to be a winning team when you had a guy like a Tyrese Halliburton on the board that fit a position of need at the time 
end was less of a question mark. I don't understand the thinking at this but, point. But but I, I I get what you're saying, Espo. But just in general, like draft picks are always going to be wild cards, and you never know what you're going to get. I do agree with you. Like everybody was clamoring for Halliburton, so you know the people that were clamoring for Halliburton at the time certainly are proving to be right right now. Uh, Jalen Smith and in a project as a project, I think the thought was. You bring in Jalen Smith, who has measurables that you like as a GM, right? Um, and might not have done, you know, it might not have been the superstar that you, you hoped he would be in college, but he was a good player. So, so taking that gamble, knowing that you don't necessarily have to push push him in right away, maybe you give him a year to develop. Um, and remember, he didn't even have summer league last year. So those things, I can see why. However. It, it was a big time risk, and I don't think the risk at taking him in the lottery was worth the reward that you were getting now. Exactly, obviously. you didn't take him at number twenty nine. You took him at number ten in the draft. Like that's that's my problem here. Is okay, so you take him. He doesn't get the development time because of COVID uh, in it in his rookie year, and then you've played him all of like twelve seconds, and now it's okay we're, we're going to just give up on it. So you've just literally wasted a lottery pick to me. I wonder, is there more to this? And you guys are probably going to look at me like I'm putting on the tinfoil hat. And I really don't give a crap if that's what, you, how you look at me. Right. I'm wondering too. I stay looking at you like that. Well, what do you, mean? I mean, you have all morning in the office too. It's fine. I've been hard on this boat today. It's all right. I'm used to, you know, I'm used to it. And that does not a transition to any kind of special read there. Uh, out of context quotes, but look, I'm, I wonder two things. One, which is the lesser of the two crazies, could this potentially be a hint that a trade may be coming because you've now created Jalen Smith as an expiring contract, you know, that that he wouldn't have been if he opted in. Is that a possibility? Or B where I'm really putting on the tinfoil hat, but I don't feel like it's as crazy as it may sound. Is this all about the luxury tax and not wanting to go into it by committing to Jalen Smith because he is a massive question mark and knowing, and correct me if I'm wrong, Gerald, and I might be, but veteran minimum contracts don't count against that luxury tax threshold, right? Yeah, so I, I think I think you're right. It could be a combination of those things. I, I think... As far as the luxury tax thing is concerned, like his $4.7 million salary next year that they chose not to pick up would have basically been $7 million for a luxury tax team. And that is suddenly a lot more for a guy who's not even a part of the usual rotation right now. I think he played against Cleveland because they have that supersized lineup. And because let's be honest, Abdul Nader and JaVale McGee have been disastrous so far this season. Um, Especially Abdul. Yes. So I, I feel like it's one of those things where they can still keep him. They can sign him for up to four point seven million in the offseason if he somehow manages to crack the rotation and proves himself. But yeah, I mean, declining the third year option of a player who is really not that good right now and who doesn't contribute to the team and who would account for like seven million dollars next year. I, I kind of get it. And I, and I don't. As far as the trade goes, I feel like if a team is trading for Jalen Smith, 
they might rather have his third year option if they see him as an actual asset. Cause otherwise I don't know what the Suns are offering to make a trade, but it could be that way. They could just want to get some, you know, some salary cap space off the books, see what Jalen Smith is potentially resign him. And it could be indicative of a trade. I wouldn't read that much into it though. But I want to read more into it than they <laughs> oh screwed God. up the number 10 pick. <laughs> Who gives a shit, Espo? Who gives a shit? They still got to the finals. I'm paid to the give a shit. That. That's what I'm yeah, paid to do cares. here. Nobody cares. No, no, then why are we podcasting if <laughs> nobody cares? Because want to talk about <laughs> I mean, I, Jalen Smith, and here we are. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. I feel like we should like, care. Are we really not going to talk about Jalen Smith, the candidate? <laughs> I was like, uh, do you really want to talk about yes, Jalen Smith? We Let's need go. to talk about this. And the reason why is because I think it's obviously bad that they whiffed on this pick. You talk about Tyrese Halliburton, even the guy like Cole Anthony, who went 15th or Devin Vassell, who went 11th. Like these are guys that they could have had on the roster that could have strengthened them for the long term. You want to talk about a long term successor for Chris Paul. That could have been Tyrese Halliburton. And I know there was a lot of buzz about him wanting to go to the Kings and telling teams ahead of the Kings, don't draft me. But like if you draft him onto a team that goes to the finals, I'm pretty sure he'd be happy with where he was at, especially learning from a guy like Chris Paul and basically having a pathway to that mantle as the Suns future point guard. Like he would have been that guy. So that and, stings. And he's lying because nobody wants to live in Sacramento. <laughs> you you got to bring up the NBA worst cities <laughs> draft again, don't you? Every you, lo- time. you love that Sacramento. Screw <laughs> Sacramento. It's a crappy place. Did we ever find out who won that? I did. But no, that's much? not. <laughs> By thousands of percentage points. He is 1,000% making that up. <laughs> so who won that? I don't remember, but I'm going to say it was me. Oh, my God. It was probably Lindsay because Lindsay gets all the support on social. So Lindsay uh, probably I, won I that I beat one. Lindsay's ass last time. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Saul did win the first, the, what that's was it, right, the baby. draft, the jersey, the jersey. draft. But yeah. there was a a complaint about that. If we do, oh remember. my <laughs> gosh, you Stop literally the steal like the rest of the country right now. <laughs> Stop the steal. <laughs> that vote was rigged. Damn it, oh rigged. Uh, but yeah, I, I I do think it's important to note that like the Suns' player development and their asset use hasn't been great. Like Jalen Smith was a top ten pick. They could have used that pick on a player who could have helped them for the short term and the long term. Instead, they got a guy who played like 27 games as a rookie who, you know, like we want to talk about how he didn't have summer league or how he didn't have a real training camp. That didn't stop any of the rookies from last year's class who showed out and impressed from performing. So, like, it's not just that the Suns were a good team and didn't have room for him. It's that Jalen Smith is not like a real NBA player to this point. It's because... He, they reached. I mean, they reached with Jalen Smith because they thought they could be the smartest guy in the room again. Mm-hmm. Campaign worked out when it was a reach. They reached again on Jalen Smith and you mean Cam Johnson. I, or, or, what did I say? Campaign. Cam campaign. Johnson. Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> also, if you have Tyrese Halliburton, campaign doesn't have the year that he did last year. I'm fine. Yeah. With that. I mean, campaign yeah, I'm, saved you a couple games in the playoffs. I would not be fine with that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that's fair, but that's that opens up a whole another category of what ifs because like if you're talking they, about if you're talking about one of these guys like Halliburton being the future 
of your at the guard position for the next five to ten years, okay, that's a discussion we can have. But if we're talking about like immediate impact, I would I would argue that campaign was better suited for that. And if he doesn't get the minutes that he ended up getting, then maybe he doesn't develop into the to the to the type of player that he ended up being in the playoffs when you needed him the most. But that's not the argument. The argument is Tyrese Halliburton would have had more impact than Jalen Smith, who I could have sat on the bench and had just as much impact as Jalen Smith has had on this team. I don't know why yeah. I'm so hissy tissy about it. Why are you getting so loud right now, Espo? <laughs> because are you like are you like because I'm cranky that we're even this? doing this? All right. So oh, if we're doing it, it, I'm gonna be passionate. I knew about I'd get it. it out of him at some point. Oh boy. I I look, <laughs> I think you could you could open up a whole Pandora's box as far as like what if they had Halliburton? Does campaign have the year they have? Do they win game two of the Western Conference Finals where Payne balled out? I don't know, but we don't we didn't see what Tyrese Halliburton could do in a playoff setting either. So it's it's kind of one of those unanswerable always, questions. It's always fun to what if. Maybe Tyrese <laughs> saves CP3 from getting COVID and we never even have to worry about that. And then CP3 has all the energy in the world in the finals and they win it all. I don't know. Any of that oh shit could happen. Okay. You want to play one, what if? The one thing I will say is if they had drafted Halliburton, I would feel more comforted by Halliburton being Chris Paul's successor for the long term than I would with campaign. And I love campaign. I don't know if he's a starting caliber guard on a, on a championship contender in this league. Dude, you just know if they had Halliburton, <laughs> people will be clamoring for Halliburton to be the starter over Chris Paul at some points. Oh, come on. And it would just be the most <laughs> atrocious people. People clamor for Jalen Smith to get a, yeah. a significant role on this Suns team without even knowing if he's good or not. It's just ridiculous. Some people clamored for campaign to be the starter over Chris Paul. Like, the insanity happens. That's just inevitable. You're right. They would be saying, well, Ty after Chris Paul went one for 10, it's Tyrese Halliburton time. You know, like, yeah, it's insane. I, that's why we're sitting here talking about a guy who has had no impact, not getting $4.7 million next year. That's why, that's why we're sitting here because people are irrationally passionate about this. <laughs> true that, true that. The, the last thing I will say about Jalen Smith before we move on to Cam Johnson is I think it's a flaw in the Suns drafting process that they thought that this guy would be a NBA ready and b a guy that they could play alongside DeAndre Ayton, because that was the thing that James Jones had said on draft night. He said, we envision playing them together. They saw Jalen Smith as a four and Jalen Smith is a five. His best position is a five. It's always been a five in college and high school oh. in the NBA. It was as a five. But that's not saying much because as a five, he's a little undersized and the shooting hasn't translated. I, I mean, and that's why he's a four. Like, that's literally why he's a four. But he he's can't undersized. stick with fours. He's not that good. He's just not that good. He's a European League basketball player. The only way you could have fit uh, Jalen Smith on the floor with DA is if J Jalen Smith could prove to be a spaced out kind of, you know, uh, a rangy four. Um, can hit the perimeter shot and is athletic enough to maybe hold his own when DA gets in foul trouble or whatever, right? But he he can't do any of that. Like the, my man can barely chew gum and walk at the same time. Like so, oh, I, you know, I, I'm just. <laughs> but he wears goggles. I'm not, I'm not like everybody goggles. was talking about. Oh, this could be the next Amari Stoudemire. I'm like, dude, what? What? The, I don't know. I don't know where they got that no. idea. That was literally just because they both wore goggles. That's it. Yeah, they, <laughs> they're, all, they're, they're tall, lanky black guys. Oh, yeah, he must be the next Outermire. No, he's not. That's not at all what it is. Uh, if uh, Jalen Smith was a huge gamble, 
But if you want to make a huge gamble, that's the better than Jalen Smith and will pay off better than Jalen Smith did. DraftKings Sportsbook app. You head over there, download America's number one sportsbook app. Use the code PHNX. When you sign up, you're going to get $5 or you're going to get $200 in free bets when you bet $5 on any NFL team if they win that game. It's just that easy. Uh, I had a I had a big win on Sunday or Saturday. Gerald, you weren't weren't on the post game show yet, but I bet the uh, I took like we talked about on Friday's show the Suns to win, but the Cavs to cover, and the Cavs <laughs> covered in that last minute with nine, like <laughs> losing by nine instead of ten, and and I won that sweet sweet bet. So maybe I actually will take the misses out. There you yeah. go. First time. There's a first time for everything. <laughs> yep. I, I am as bad at, at betting, especially with same-game parlays, as James Jones is at taking power forwards in the uh, in the lottery, apparently. So that's uh, – that's it's just it, – DraftKings, I love the app, though. It is really easy to use. I made that bet quick while we were doing the pregame show because I had forgotten to get it in, and I, I – Two clicks, and I had that bet in. It was easy, and you can get your money out. It's safe, secure, and reliable as well. That's what I love about DraftKings. Remember, it's 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And, you know, once you get those winnings, a great place to invest a little bit of that go phnx.com you can get gerald's amazing writing writing on the coyotes from craig morgan johnny venerable on the cardinals the phnx lounge which is our discord server there is just a little of everything plus you're going to get deals of the week on our merch which our merch is fire i'm just going to say it it's fire mm-hmm. you can also if you sign up for an annual membership you're going to get one of those shirts for free so do it. Head over to gophnx.com right now and sign up. Join the family today. So the other person that it comes up in conversation today, the other rookie contract that was up for uh, picking up that option, Cam Johnson. They picked up the option, which is good because I think the pitchforks were dipped in gasoline and they were ready to be lit if he was not, uh, if his option was not picked up. Yeah, Jake Fisher of Bleacher Report reporting that they did pick up the option. Uh, it's $5.9 million for next year, which is a bargain for Cam Johnson like last year, let alone next year. Um, he has, he's been off to a rough start this season, but I'm glad that that in no way bared any part on, on this decision. And it's the right decision. Like Cam Johnson is going to be good. They're going to have to figure out how to extend him next summer. Um, but this was kind of a no-brainer for me. No, I agree. <clears throat> Cam Johnson has definitely had a rough start of it this year, but uh, overall, his performance has been um, adequate enough to give him that, you know, uh, obviously that extension. Um, I, I, I just, you know, you got to wonder about what the future holds for Cam. You know, uh, what if I assume he's going to revert back to his normal playing ways once he gets back into a, a rhythm. I think uh, for the most part, all the Suns at various points in time this season have looked awful. Um, you know, so obviously he, him being no different, um, Jalen Smith excluded. Um, I just I, I wonder what's going to happen when they reevaluate where they're at as a team. They got DA that they got to worry about. They got Cam that they got to worry about. You got Mikhail in the fold. 
how does this all look? And and also like we we're coming closer and closer to Devin Booker um, mm-hmm. all over yeah. again. And mm-hmm. th- then you throw that into the equation. Uh, I I immediately I'm already starting to get nervous about that. <laughs> <laughs> we're still you know some time away, so. I don't know. Uh, that, that those are just my general thoughts when I, I thought about Cam Johnson. I was really hoping you'd come out and be like, "They shouldn't have signed him. That five million is just too much." <laughs> like I was hoping we'd have some kind of friction here. But I'm I'm exactly of the same mindset. It is a bargain, but you are inching towards what's going to be a very interesting situation with this roster and a lot of tough decisions coming up and. Again, tinfoil hat, I feel like at some point you're going to have to make some kind of trade, right? Because if if you're not willing to go far into the luxury tax or, or you know pay the repeater tax, whatever those things are, you're going to have to figure out a way to alleviate some of that financial pressure at, at some point. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I just have this weird feeling that the Suns will end up trading Jalen Smith maybe another piece um you know whether that be a draft capital or you know the limited draft capital that do they do have um i don't think it would be another player but marvin bagley keeps ringing in my ear and i just keep feeling like it just makes a little like too much sense like they they don't want him in sacramento they just want to get rid of him bring in a guy who has an expiring contract why not let's see what happens i think the suns would go for that I think the Kings should go for that. Why not? I, I That would make sense to me if you're looking at short-term potential fixes. But I think in, in the longer run, you're going to have to make an even bigger move to try to figure out what financially you do. There's too many pieces here that are up for large extensions and how does it work and where where are you willing to go with that money. And at some point you're going to have to answer that question. I, I don't know if it's this year, if it's next, this off season or next year, but something is going to have to give at some point, if you're not willing to pay the, that tax and pay it significantly. Yeah. You know, you, you're going to have to pay the tax. If you want to keep this team intact, you're going to have to pay the tax. Uh, I mean, that's why that's how teams like the warriors can do it. They, they go into the luxury tax. They try to get out of it. Hell they brought in freaking uh, Kelly Oubre last year. And paid crazy money what? in the luxury Wasn't it like eighty million dollars? Like eighty million dollars, man! Like no, like no, we're not. T- we're not trying to be like careless with the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not trying to tell Sarver how to spend his money, but maybe I should. Um, <laughs> Somebody should, you know. So, so yeah. I mean, you're going to go into the luxury tax. Does it make sense to go into the luxury tax and pay extra for guys like Jalen Smith? No. Hell no. But it does make sense for other guys that. You know, you deem a value and then you understand like their value is here, but the luxury tax takes them to here and you can live with that difference because you know the kind of things that they can produce for you on the court. So when you're talking about guys like Thaddeus Young or possibly Marvin Bagley, you don't mind taking a flyer on some of those things because you know that it might pay off. Marvin Bagley intrigues me a little bit more because, you know, obviously he has a relationship with with DeAndre Aiden. They were kind of like rivals, if you will. Um, especially during the draft process and their in their college time, but I do think that they could coexist, and I think Marvin provides a little bit of that that energy, if you will, that you that you're missing from like a Tory Craig um, this season. So bringing somebody like him on would be great. Thaddeus Young is just a is just a vet. He's just a good pro. Like you can't go wrong with either one. Um, 
I think there's a little bit more upside, which is what Sacramento's basically selling. And they're, they're not selling, they, they're not buying the upside that Marvin Bagley has anymore because otherwise they would have extended him. So um, we'll see. I love that we've we've gone, hey, Jalen Smith is, Smith is trash. Hey, can we get Thad Young or Marvin Bagley <laughs> for him here? <laughs> if they can pull it off, more power to him. There's always I, a GM uh, out there that thinks that they can turn somebody around. There's always somebody out there that's like, oh, I've seen Jalen Smith, and I actually like that kid coming out. Phoenix is just not using him enough, or they're using him wrong. I can fix him. Like, okay, sure. Sounds like every one of my ex-girlfriends talking about me. I can fix him. No, you can't. I'm who I am, (laughs) all right? Yeah, I mean. This coming from the guy who literally just says, just do whatever your wife says, and you'll be a happy guy. (laughs) I didn't say I'm actually doing that. Later that day, he's like, I'm so miserable today. (laughs) I didn't say I was actually pulling it off. I just said that's what you should do. Oh, boy. Look, Bagley or Thaddeus Young would be great. I don't know if the Kings would part with him unless you're talking about I don't know, like you'd have to attract some type of draft compensation or like this is where kind of Landry Shamit's contract would have normally come into play. He can't be traded this season because of when they signed him to that extension. But like in the future, he's going to be a good trade chip for them because his salary is very movable. And if he continues to struggle, like that's going to be a no brainer trade. But for this season, like Bagley, Thaddeus Young, you're looking at probably Sharich, Jalen Smith and a first round pick of some sort in the future i would guess that's what it takes Damn. to get it done that's dad, that would be my guess young i think so i Ooh, you know yeah. you could try for two seconds but honestly i don't know like the spurs are going to have more offers and probably better ones than a guy who's injured and then jalen smith who literally just had his third year player option or team option decline <laughs> so I- I get the feeling they've already tried that package with two seconds and have been rebuffed. So I would you're going to so. have to have to up the ante to a first if if that's where you're going to try to go. I just I find it very interesting that we're on a collision course for how you're going to pay Cam, how much are you going to pay Da, what is this all going to play out with, and the looming cloud of who may be paying that even at, at this point that's hanging over things as well. There's just a lot of questions that are, are going to have to be answered over the next 12 months. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, uh, and you know, that's not even bearing in mind, Devin Booker will be eligible for another extension on his extension here soon. Um, so yeah, we're going to really yeah, test Robert Sarver's Devin Booker doesn't do anything significant in terms of like first all NBA team or MVP or anything like that. No, I'm being serious, right? Like that's, that's part of the, the extension rules is like, you can't get the super max if you're not one of those, if you don't get, have one of those tags on you. So the mm-hmm. Suns honestly could, could luck out if, if Devin has just a, a good year, but not great by his, by his standards. Um, you know, if he doesn't get voted to an all-star game outright, like, like these are all things that play a factor in in contract negotiation, and so you're not gonna you can't give him the super max. So all you could do is give him the max, and that's it. Well, you're you're backing up whatever the Brinks truck with whatever number that is, whether he, it's the max or if he earns the super max, you're paying him. I mean, there's no way. I don't even want to get into that discussion. No, There's no way you're not. And never you, say never, <laughs> Espo. Yeah, I guess I would have said going into this offseason, there's You'd no way you don't just pay You'd be a fool not to extend them. Sons don't uh, extend them. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. I should learn that lesson. You could probably uh, 
God, that's such a depressing thought. One, one last depressing <laughs> thought before we go. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Kevin Love on the Cavs, who just played the Suns on Saturday, is now in the league's uh, COVID protocol. So that will be something to keep an eye on with the Suns because they literally just played them like 48 hours ago. Great. So. Well, maybe it's fine. It's fine. Jalen Smith, Smith and COVID protocol. It won't matter that much if that happens. Yeah. Like Not hopefully again. nobody of any major, uh, <laughs> God, that would just be awful. Uh, any, any updates that you've heard on DA? I know people are probably wondering that as well. Um, nothing yet. We're, I'm about to take off for practice actually here in a little bit. Uh, maybe we'll get an update on him. But after the game, like Monty had said, it was a contact thing. And then our buddy David Brandt from AP actually bumped into DA in the hallway and asked him about it. He said he's fine. It's one of those things where it was just kind of a, a collision and he got like a a deep bone bruise, as we told Saul, like kind of on the outside <laughs> of his knee there. So um, he should be fine, but we'll we'll hear from them later today full disclosure i don't remember anything that happened saturday night so because <laughs> you had that purple drink I had that purple drink and that purple drink uh yeah i don't remember anything so ironically <laughs> enough it was our best show we've done too so. yeah, yeah comfort of my own home that's what happens hey that, that peach mango thing i drank didn't sit well either so and that's a wrap i don't think we have anything else to say about jalen smith or cam johnson or any crazy trades we're making up anymore. I think that's everything we've got. So you can follow Gerald Bourget at Gerald Bourget. You can follow my friend, the GM, Saul Bookman, at Saul underscore Bookman. The underscore is there to hold all that savings you get from not re-signing Jalen Smith on his rookie extension. You can follow me at Espo. You can follow the show at phnx underscore sons don't forget to head over to draftkings.com and download the app use america's number one sportsbook app and use the promo code phnx when you sign up you're going to get two hundred dollars in free bets when you bet five dollars on any nfl team if they win their game it's just that easy so for Saul, for gerald amespo we'll talk to you tomorrow pregame sons versus pelicans ahoy hoy